Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Uh, on this particular episode, we're going to talk about counting calories and the importance of it. And actually going to dive into whether I count calories currently uh, about five years out. So if I were to pose a question to you, if you work away from home uh, and you take a route to work, for the most part, if you've been working that job for quite some time, you wouldn't need a GPS. You wouldn't need a GPS just because you're used to the route that you're taking. You know how to get there. So there's no longer a GPS that's needed. There's no longer a guidance or a direction needed because you've done it so many times. The repetitiveness of taking that route doesn't require a GPS. It reminds me recently of trying to find a couple things in Clarksville. I am utilizing my GPS heavily because I don't know where anything is. So I'm using that. Well, there are some things that I'm slowly stop. Um, there are slowly things that I'm not using the GPS for because I've done it enough that I understand and I, I know how to get there. And so the, the requirement of a GPS isn't really needed because of, of that. A lot of that mindset, uh, parallel correlation as far as a GPS, as far as knowing how to get there, has a lot to do with counting calories. So when you first start the journey, I recommend counting your calories. I recommend knowing exactly what you're eating. Now, I've mentioned this on a podcast prior, not even measuring what you are having on your new diet or new plan, but measure what you're currently having with what you're eating on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, don't, you're not starting a diet, you're not on a plan. Find out how much you're consuming and see where the damage is. Uh, see where the, the highest caloric impact is. So, great example, something I learned that I didn't know about, I love cheese, but cheese is very uh, rich in fat and that comes with a lot of calories. I didn't know that until this particular journey. How I didn't realize that in the 25 years that I was going through this journey, I don't know. But it's something that I've learned along the way. The parallel of using a GPS and counting your calories is important because, we'll just get right to it, five years out, I don't count my calories. I know how many calories are in things because I am sharing more on social media what I'm eating in a day. So I I know that a little bit more than I typically would. So remove me from sharing on social media. I would rarely track, I would rarely count my calories. There are moments that I will if there's any kind of um, uh, drastic change, anything that has kind of... um, come in my life as an influx, I would start to. But for the most part, I'm not counting my calories whatsoever. For me, it's a lot like knowing the route to get there. I know that the cookie dough bar from Costco that I love is like a mid-afternoon protein snack, protein bar. I know it's 190 calories. I know that the built bars are 130 calories. I know that, you know, three ounces of chicken or or, uh, each egg is uh, 70 calories. I I know these things because I've built up a, like a muscle memory, a memory of them over time. And as I'm building my meals during the day, I can gauge that, hey, if I've got 2,800 or 3,000 calories and this uh, is around 400, well, that means I can have X amount of meals per day or I can have X amount of snacks per day and still be within my range. 
There is a tracking device that I use at the gym, you know, my, my Apple Watch as far as telling me how many calories I'm burning, but they're saying that Apple Watches or general fit devices are up to 40% off of what the true number is, whether lower or higher. So I don't truly know what my caloric burn is from the gym, but it's gonna be a range. Now, the same way that I'm ranging my workout with my fitness device is the same way I'm ranging my food. And that's become, uh, that's allowed me to be successful now five years later because it's less tedious of a task of documenting everything. But I did start out by tracking. I did was, I was very, very strict on tracking. I wanted to know every calorie that I was consuming and I wanted to understand where the calories were coming from. That's important. So if you're starting the journey, that's really important. I know it's tedious, but again, this is the process of changing things. Uh, I, I think on the prior podcast, I talked about um, charting a new path or walking down a route or a path that hasn't been walked before. In that, walking where you haven't walked before, the important part of of this process is doing things that you weren't doing before, but you're doing now so that you can be successful long-term. A lot of that has to do with tracking and knowing exactly what's in the food and how it's impacting you. We're not really getting into macros this particular episode, but we're just focused on calories. Um, You know, we can talk about calories, but then the impact of where those calories come from is more a macro conversation, like proteins, carbs, fats. But just in regards to calories, calorie deficiency is what's gonna lead to weight loss. When we talk about calorie deficiency, knowing your numbers is really important, and I've talked about that before, but I don't track. I get that question a lot, and hopefully when you come across this podcast, you know that I don't track my calories. I don't uh, have a log, a book. Uh, I don't do any of that. I occasionally will jump in and see how many calories something is, but I don't track on a day-to-day basis. And I've gotten to this point because like a GPS, I've done this long enough to where it's now something that's of memory or muscle memory for me, so it becomes easier. So the encouragement of this portion is, yes, it's tedious at first to count your calories, but eventually it's it's gonna become memory. It's gonna become muscle memory where you're gonna be able to rely on the muscle memory of how many calories are in this and how many calories are in this and what is my range. Here's a great example of how you could possibly incorporate tracking that comes at a point where you're not necessarily tracking is you notice an influx of weights. You're, you're higher in weight on the scale. You start noticing some changes in the body. That's when you're starting to, okay, what am I consuming? What am I eating? What possibly is triggering um, the change in what I'm experiencing on the scale? That's where you would be a little bit more strict in regards to checking what your calories are and, and what's in what, you know, there might be some hidden calories in something you're not expecting. One of the, the big hidden calories locations is smoothies, uh, liquid calories, dressings, sauce. A lot of those things will change the dynamic of where your body's going um, just by a simple sauce or by a simple uh, liquid calorie. So it's important to track. It's important to either go to MyFitnessPal, go to CalorieCalculator.net, whatever it is, and start logging your calories on a day-to-day basis. If if you're saying, you know what, this is tedious, commit to yourself, hey, you know, I'm just going to do this for six weeks, and then come back to it later if you can. It's setting yourself up with a small goal of tracking so that way you're really, you know, I'm going to do this for a week. I'm gonna do this for two weeks. So I'm gonna understand a little bit more of what's in the food that I'm eating. What's the calorie content? 
because it's important, it's vital, it's what's gonna chart the new path for you in being successful, is doing something you haven't done before. So if you're saying to yourself, you know, this is really tough, it's really difficult for me to do this, well, that difficulty, that, that rough and tough of getting to a point where you're tracking and you're being successful and you're seeing really good success on the scale, um, that's gonna come from a consistent doing what you haven't done before and doing it in such a way that allows you to be successful now long term. So counting your calories is important. It is something that you're going to uh, need to do. I would recommend it to start with, but it's not something you're going to have to do long term. And, and I'm speaking from a, a position of experience that I'm not doing this. I'm not tracking anymore. And I've gotten to the point of not needing to track because, you know, when I go in right now, I know that the Hawaiian keto toast is 35 calories per slice. So if I have two of those, and then I have um, two eggs, which are 70 calories each. If I have two eggs, which are 70 calories each, that's 140. And then if I um, have two keto toasts, so I put the keto toast right on top of it, uh, then I'm looking, we're doing math here on the podcast. Um, 70, 140, we're looking at 210 calories. That's pretty low for a breakfast for me because again, my maintenance calories are about 2,800 to 3,200, especially with my workout regimen, my height, my activity level, what I'm doing. So about 2,800. So if I'm having 200 just for breakfast, I need to increase that. Maybe my body would potentially go into starvation mode or hold on to weight, not release it because I'm not feeding it enough calories. Your, and I've said this before, your calorie goal to lose weight isn't just a number that you minimize as much as possible so that way you can lose more weight. No, that's the goal. Get to that number. So say uh, to lose two pounds a week or something like that, it's um, 1,600 calories. Your goal is 1,600. That, that is the goal to get to. Don't shortchange it, that's the goal. So my goal of 2800 is speaking to the fact that two toasts and two eggs is not enough. So I'm gonna need to have something else. So maybe I'll do a protein bar with that. Maybe I'll add some butter, um, everything seasoning. Maybe I'll add some sort of protein, some sort of vegetable, yogurt, something like that that can add on to my ability. To be told, especially after 25 years of, of being obese, that I need to add food to my breakfast is quite alarming, but it's a part of what's gonna make me successful long-term. So it's an encouragement to know that the tedious process, the tediousness of the initial process of counting your calories is gonna to be tough. But once you get acclimated and start getting that muscle memory of calories and where they're coming from and how to be successful, it's really gonna help long-term. It's really, really gonna help. I'm speaking from five years out that it's a lot easier now because of that muscle memory. So hoping this encourages you on your journey. I uh, just encourage you to keep pushing, keep going, that you're doing it for a purpose, you're doing it for a reason, and remind yourself of that reason, of that purpose uh, every single day. It'll keep you pushing. I know for me, it's my family, it's my daughter, it's my wife, uh, it, it's what, um, pushes me to keep pushing. And so I'm uh, still pushing today because uh, I wanna be in the best shape for them and be available for my daughter and, and whatever she needs to do, including a 10 month sleep regression where she doesn't wanna sleep and I need to sway back and forth uh, for 25 minutes. Um, I may, <laughs> that may be a little uh, too close to home, but that, that's exactly what's, uh, yeah. Whew. Anyways, um, I want to thank you. say thank you to the monthly supporters. If you do want to support the podcast on a monthly basis, they do have options of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. So if you are a current supporter, I want to say thank you for helping continue this podcast. Um, and if you do want to donate, there will be some support options in the description. Other than that, I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for joining in. Take care.